welcome to another amazing episode of the Path to Podcast Success with your host, audience building and fear crushing podcast expert, Evan Bradley Johnson. Every single week, Evan has powerful conversations with successful entrepreneurs and business owners, revealing the podcast strategies they use to grow their subscribers and sales, and how you can use your podcast to finally get to that next level. Now, turn on your mic and let's start down the path to podcast success. Welcome, everyone, to another very exciting episode of Path to Podcast Success. I have a guest here with me today that I'm very excited to bring on the show. I have a feeling that we're going to have a lot of fun on the podcast today, and I think you guys listening are for some really great insights. So, uh, Don Gaiden, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. It's so good to be here. Of course. It's good to have you. <laughs> you a lot. Yes. 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 <laughs> so I like to start off in the same place with all my guests. Mm-hmm. And that is by making sure that everyone listening is on the same page and they have the context that they need to get the most they can out of this conversation. So for those people, go ahead and tell us, what is it that you do? Ah, so, okay. What do I do? So many things. I'm a licensed counselor, licensed counselor. Um, it's been 22 years. And I've always wanted to help people. And that's the way that was the avenue, you know, back in 1989. Since then, I've gathered more more stuff like coaching. I'm a self-image coach. That's really what I do. I've had clients tell me, you're not a therapist, you're a coach because you don't let me sit and cry on your couch. You make me get to where I want to go. And I said, well, absolutely. And I do a lot of mindset work. So I'm a yoga teacher as well. I teach a practice called Intensati, which is a practice that involves um, movement mantras meditation so it's like yoga dance martial arts all in one that's kind of the foundation of what i do in my coaching program because it is it does encompass everything in order to create change we have to involve our thoughts our our emotions and our actions so in a nutshell that's what i do perfect Perfect. Okay, so you started out as a you know a therapist and counselor, and then kind of progressed and evolved, and now you're focusing on the coaching side of Correct. all of this. So you said self-image coach. Is that what you said? Correct. Yes. Okay. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a fun journey. So um, self-image. So let me just. I'll just tell you how I came up with that because you know how yeah. do people come up with you know. I'm, you know, the back then it was like life coach. Everyone's a life coach, but then you're an expert coach or a business coach or this coach, and then your head spins, right? Well, when COVID came around and I had to pivot my work and 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 figure out how I can serve more people um, instead of the one-on-one because I did only had we only have so many hours in a day. I hired a speaking coach because I thought, well, speaking in front of audiences at events could be really fun, a fun way to meet people and build my business. And so as we talked and created my talk and what is it I do, and we were trying to figure out what is it you do, Don? What's different than what what other therapists do and other coaches do? And I'm like, I don't know. I help people. I help them with mindset. I help them with breath work. I help them discover who they truly are at their core because that's who you are, who you choose to be. When she said, "You're that's a self, that's self-image, self-confidence, self-image." I'm like, 
yeah, I guess that's true. Because I think at the core of each and every one of us is our true authentic self, who we really truly are. And along the journey from birth until now, we've just kind of piled on everybody else's stuff and we get lost. And so it's really about uncovering and throwing away the stuff that doesn't fit us. And we become to our own sense of self again, which is that self-image and creating that powerful, positive self-image and, and owning it and saying, this is who I am without apology, without judgment. So I hope exactly. that answers your question. It very much does. And that very much uh, hits home for me and is something that I very res much resonate with because growing up and I, you know, throughout, you know, my business journey, I, I definitely struggled with confidence, self-confidence, mm -hmm. self-image. That's definitely something that I, I historically have, you know, a lot of struggles with way better now, of course, um, definitely gone that way under control. Mm -hmm. um, but it's something, it's still, it's a struggle that I recognize mm -hmm. and can empathize with for sure. Yeah. So, um, Oftentimes, as coaches and leaders, we teach what we most need to learn. Did you yourself struggle with that, yes. you know, at, at you know, some point <laughs> in your life? Yeah. So I'll share a little bit about that journey. So growing up, we all have our stories of growing up, right, with codependent parent, mother, or narcissistic mm. parent, or whatever the, the story is, right? And so right. I know that I came to want to be, wanting to be a helper based on my role as in my family as being the one that fixes things and was the shoulder to cry on and the caretaker. And so I understood that, which meant then I needed to, if I'm going to be healthy, confident, successful, helping others, I needed to get straight in me. Who am I? I how do I be a helper and, and, and a coach and guide people in the way that needs that can be beneficial, not as in a codependent way, right? This helper, because that's what I was told I was growing up. And so there was a journey, there was a time in my life that I um, was going to kind of throw it all away, like I'm done, like I can't help people. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not healthy, I'm not strong. Um, I'm just going to throw it all away because I, I can't do this in a way that's really helpful. And it really evolved from um, a time in my life where I had to go work for somebody and um it was a very toxic environment and i got sick i got cancer i was diagnosed with cancer and so i was faced with this cancer journey and i thought well if i can't help myself if i can't take care of myself then i can't how am i going to help other people and so that's when i took two years off work i actually stopped working for two years which is the first time i ever didn't work because i always worked through high school and through college i put myself through college took two, two years off to say, okay, wait a minute, who am I really? What is it I want out of my life? How do I want to help people? And how can I be okay with me and also help other people? And so I had to go through that journey to really discover that. And, um, and I think that's when I discovered Intensati. I had already taught yoga, so I was really coming back to my practices, but really learning to like, I have to decide who I am in a way that's really healthy so I can help other people. Exactly. I I think that is a really powerful journey, and oftentimes that's that's what happens, right? When for mm -hmm. a lot of business owners is is you have a struggle, you overcome that struggle, you have these these strides you find for yourself, and then people see that change, and people are like, oh, hey, what did you tell me about that? Like, what did you do? Yeah. You know, and then the more people that ask, the more you realize, wait a minute, there's something here. You know. Yeah. 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 And we're like we're not alone in the journey, right? Like. I don't know. Like we all, like 
share when you share with people their experiences like i struggled with anxiety and panic attacks in college and it was terrifying and i had to figure out a way to get through that and i used meditation and breath work to to actually cure my own cancer and i'm not cancer my own um panic attacks and anxiety like i cured that and i know sometimes that word is you know well, i can't say that well i'm gonna say it because since 1989 1990 i've had one panic attack since then and i've used breath work and meditation for that that's that was my medicine and so when i share that story with people and they they like oh like you relate you can understand You've had panic attacks, you understand, because some people don't understand, they don't get it. And so when you can relate to somebody, oh, I, I've been there, I understand, I, re- I can relate to you, then we, we connect, because humans just want to connect, right? We just want to know we, that we're not alone. And so when we can share a story, then, then we can help more people. And that, I think, is why I pivoted from therapy to coaching, because therapy, there's this... You know, this, I don't know if it's a guideline or if it's ethical standards and all that good stuff. You don't share your own life with your clients, right? So therapist is up here, your clients are down here and they rely on you. You're the expert. And, and that just never settled for me. That just, like, I'm just helping them draw out their inner knowing. And that's why I like the coaching framework is because if coach is here, client is here, we're equal. I just have studied in this area that I'm going to share with you and help you along the way. I'm with you. And so, but to be with someone, you have to share your story. You have to be vulnerable. You have to partner up. And so that was a little bit difficult at first because I was so used to being private and hide things and keep it that now in this coaching world, sharing stories and connecting, but it's amazing what people just, oh, you get it. So like, yeah, I'm human just like you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I love it. I've, I've talked a few times about this and I'm sure you, I, I know you, you know, you know more in depth about this than I do, but that, that difference between therapy and coaching, right? And mm-hmm. I think there are different instances in which the, the, the therapeutic model is what is necessary, right? You go and you just talk about yourself and the focus is on you and it's just kind of an ear to, you know, like it, it's something that can very much help, right? Mm-hmm. And I found, I, 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 I was told this once or read this somewhere once and really stuck with me. Uh, therapy is focusing on the past and healing wounds and coaching is focusing on the present and the future and moving forward. Yes. Um, and that's kind of what I saw as one of the main differences. And those two things do require two different styles, I feel like, of doing it. Mm-hmm. When you're talking about perhaps past traumas or things like those wounds that need to be healed, then right. the therapeutic model, I feel like, is probably better for that. Sure. But yes. then when you're talking about Things like the coaching, things like self-confidence, self-image, growing, you know, moving forward in that way, yeah. being able to relate and having someone who is almost like a peer in a way help mm-hmm. you with that, I think that is incredibly powerful. Yeah. yeah. Would you agree? I do. And, you know, it brings up a, a conversation that I had recently because I think that's why I enjoy what I, the work I do, because I can do both as a therapist and a coach. I can, when that wound, uh, like, because I do focus on the present and moving forward. And that's usually what the clients appreciate because some say, I don't want to dig up the past. I'm like, I'm not sure if we need to, we don't know yet if we need to. And if we need to, it, it comes to us. It's this, I thought this belief, this 
history comes up and then we work through it. But it was um, a conversation I had with, when someone was saying they were, it was a inner, kind of like assessing whether or not, I, you know, they wanted to hire me to work with them. And they were talking about, um, I think their student, their child, like a teenager, and they were seeing a therapist and how was it going? It wasn't going so well. What, what wasn't working? I always ask what wasn't working. So I know if, can I offer you something different, you know, based right, on what right. I offer, is it different than what wasn't working? And I, and she had said, well, um, you know, she told my child to just think positive. I said, okay, did she tell her how to think positive? Because sure, it's like, so just like, Blase, like, oh, just think positive. But no, there's actually ways to shift your thinking. And you don't just tell someone, go think positive. If they could do that, they would be doing that. <laughs> yeah, right. Right? Like, of course. And so, no, that was the problem. That was the roadblock with the therapist. It was like, oh, just go think positive. But tell me how to do that on a regular, everyday practice. And that's what I teach. And I thought, yeah, that's where coaching comes in. Because if someone comes to me and says, I have this past trauma, violence, tragedy, whatever it is. Okay, we work through that. And then how do we move forward? Well, we gotta change the story. I'm safe, I'm secure, I'm worthy, I'm, I'm valuable. How do we do that? Well, there's daily practices. There's there's homework I give. It's you know a little bit every day that creates the change, but you gotta give them the work. We don't know what we don't know, right? Yeah. And that's like a new thing people say, we don't know what we don't know. Well, we don't. And so when we bring all these tools, then we have to use them, of course. That's up, you know, that's another conversation with clients is you have to put into action the tools I give you, but I will give you tools. Right. And if you, know, you use and the tools, they will work. Exactly. And that is actually a perfect, perfect, perfect transition into what I'd love to talk about as well on the podcast, and that is actionable advice, right? Because I hate it when I see people who oh, they talk about how they read a book a week or listen to how many hours of podcasts a day, but if they don't actually do anything, those books or podcasts tell them to do, then what was the point? Right? Nothing happens if you don't take action. So what's a piece of actionable advice you could give related to you know everything that we're talking about in your expertise? Actionable advice. I will give you a, my favorite. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Meditation. Like I said, when I was in college and I was struggling with panic attacks and anxiety and insomnia, and I was about to fail out of college, and I thought, well, if I fail out of college, I can't get a degree and I can't help people. What am I going to do? And so I found that thing to do, which is meditation. I couldn't sleep anyway. So I got my little headphones and listened to little cassettes, meditation. And for me, I listened all night long because I couldn't sleep anyway. So it was the thing that helped me calm this chaos that was going on in my mind to get to a place where I can now be in charge of my thinking. I wasn't every thought I th think I, I was the in charge of the thoughts. And so meditation is the actionable step. Now, people who come to me who have not practiced meditation, they'll say, well, I, I don't think I can meditate. I don't think I can. And I say you can because everyone can. First of all, you can do anything you want, pretty much. Let's just, we'll just leave that open-ended. Yeah. Um, see if that stirs up some conversation. But we can do, we can meditate. And I would, I recommend one minute a day. If you've never done it before, start with one minute a day. Get really good at one minute, 60 seconds, set your alarm on your phone, put everything down, put the distractions down, sit with your breath or find a guided meditation. I have meditations on Insight Timer. They're free, a free app. It's a free app. Breathe, 60 seconds, breathe and just be 
in the stillness for one minute every day. You get good at that, add on a couple minutes and then keep adding on. But you got to do it. You got to be willing to sit in the 60 seconds of like, it's not comfortable. And I have a thought, okay, you have a thought and you come back to meditation. And, And exactly like I was saying, I wouldn't just go tell someone, go meditate. I would say, do you know how to meditate? And here's how to meditate and use do this for 60 seconds because we get... People think if I have a thought and I don't set my thoughts, then I'm not doing it right. We get just, we start judging ourselves and criticizing ourselves. And it's part of meditation is being okay in this thoughts, being okay that a thought distracted you and, oh, I'm going to come back to my breath. And, oh, what's for dinner? Oh, come back to my breath. Because a lot can happen in a minute. But just start with sitting with yourself and feeling your breath for one minute. There it that's is. My, that's my actual <laughs> I think that's really powerful. I mean, I can see how much it changed your life. And so I think yeah. there's a lot of power there for, for the people listening as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, I think that's just incredible. I mean, having those actionable steps and being able to take that step to do that is, is amazing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you for actually one, one other piece of actual advice. I wanted to make frame this one a little bit more specifically. Okay. In the world of self confidence, yes. right? Because, like I said before, I definitely it's a, it's a, it's a, a plight that is near and dear to my heart, right? And so, what would be one piece of actual advice you could give to someone who is struggling with that still, right? Someone yeah. who is struggling with self confidence, especially mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur, that is necessary. That is necessary to have a successful business because yeah. you know it's you. You're the business. So when it comes to self-confidence specifically, do you have another piece of actionable advice that, you know, you think would be relevant? Yeah. Can I give two? Yes, you can. Can we, can we demonstrate? Sure. Okay. Bring your arms out. If you can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and cross, give yourself a hug. Yeah. Okay. And repeat if you want to. Okay. Love and accept myself exactly as I am. I love and accept myself exactly as I am. And do that every day. There we go. Every day. I love and accept myself exactly as I am. And hug yourself. I did an event once and it was on Zoom. It was like a um, you know, virtual event. And I had done that in the practice. I had everyone open up, open your heart, breathe in, give yourself a big hug. I love and accept myself exactly as I am. And I had one of the participants email me, message me and say, I've never hugged myself before. I've never done that before. I've never said that to myself. I love and accept myself exactly as I am. I've never done that. That was a major shift in my life, John. Thank you so much. And I just, I mean, I probably cried because I've gotten so many messages where I just want to cry because we need to, it starts here. We have to love ourselves. We have to believe in ourselves. No matter what, none of us are perfect. We're going to make mistakes. We just get back up and we keep going. We brush off the bruises, we heal, and we keep on going. But we have to decide, I'm okay. I'm okay, and I'm worthy, and I'm good enough. And I decide that. Not you, not your validation, not the cars, not the bank account, not the anything. I just decide it. And so one of those ways is just that physical hug. And like I said, I was going to give you two. So the second one is mirror work. Standing in front of the mirror, looking at yourself in the eyes, and doing the same. 
looking at yourself and saying, I love and accept myself. And I've had people say that I can't, I, I can't, I'm not there yet, Don, not going to do it. I said, I understand. Some people come from a place of, I suck. I'm unworthy. I hate you. I'm so disappointed in you. You're like, we're dirt. Like people have told me that's their thoughts. And then I want them to go from that to, I love you. And it's a big jump for some. So let's be real. And so what I'll say is, can you stand in the mirror and say, I'm okay today. Can you just stand in the mirror, look yourself in the mouth, just smile without words, even just smile and just be uncomfortable in that 10 seconds, looking at yourself in the mirror. Like I'm just going to be here with myself for a minute. So that's another really big one that, that a lot of people don't do because we don't value ourselves, And then we expect value from other people. We want healthy relationships. We want people to trust us. We want to trust other people, but, and we want to care for other people. We want people to care for us, but then we don't do it for ourselves. And so that's where that disconnect I see comes from in relationships. And so being able to do that for ourselves first, fill ourselves up first, and then we show up in the world so much differently. Right. I think that's incredible. And I've seen how difficult that is for some people mm-hmm. to to do that, right? Yeah. And, and for, for, for perhaps you and I, it, it, it feels easy. Like it feels easy to me to say that because, you know, that's what my, you know, internal self-talk is usually. I'm not, I don't really, um, I can't think of a better way to phrase it. I don't really usually shit on myself. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I don't usually do that. Definitely oh. spaces in my life where I did, but I don't anymore. Um, but it's difficult to get out of that. Yes. And, and get to that better, better yes. place. But there's not really another way to do it besides just changing the talk. And, you know, it's not like it has to go from I hate myself to I love myself and go, I hate myself to I tolerate myself to I think I'm pretty all right to I'm, you know, pretty cool. And then, then I love myself. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. different for each person. I think when it comes to this kind of thing, Honestly, pretty much everything, you, you know, in business or just life generally, I feel like people have to remind themselves that you're not in school anymore. You know, as long as you don't break any laws, you don't like go murdering people or something like that. Like, you can't do anything you want to do. No one's telling you what to do. No, no one, you can say whatever you want to say to yourself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no like, you can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. Right. Like, truly. Truly, right? Because, I mean, it's happening all over the place. I mean, when we think about it, when we limit, because I hear people that will limit themselves, right? Like talking about something like the house on the beach or having a beautiful business or having family, whatever it is, right? And they go, oh, what's a nice dream? Like, why does it have to be a dream? Like, can it be real? Like, we cut it off and we limit ourselves and we're like, but... It can be real because, and and not that other people have made it real, right? Like there's this one side of it where we go, if it happens for other people, if other people do it, we can do it too. We're no different. Like we have the ability, our minds, we can think we create, right? And then there's the other part of it that says we can create what's not already here yet. So if you have something really inside of you that needs to be created, oh, but no one's ever done it. Well, before the cell phone, there was no cell phone. Before the ring light, there was no ring light, right? Like before the laptop, there was somebody had that image in their mind, they created and they had, and that's where that self-love and confidence comes from first, believing in whatever it is you have to create it, even though it hasn't been created yet. Because the world needs whatever you have, right? Whatever that is in you, that passion, that desire to help, help the humanity, I think, be a better 
because I think we're all in this together. It's it's all about really making this world a better place. And that's how I see it. And so it's if that thing's in you and then you see your, you catch yourself cutting it off. Oh, but that's just a dream. I recommend stopping right there and questioning it. Why does it have to be just a dream? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? I think it's worth it. I do too. (laughs) I love that. I mean, that's the thing. It doesn't have to be a dream. You know, it really doesn't. And that's, you can do whatever you want, live your life however you want. And Mm -hmm. I think that is very beautiful. But Don, I think we could probably talk for hours about all of this (laughs) and all these different concepts and principles and things like that. But I want to make sure that I'm respecting your time and the time of our listeners. So I want to thank you for coming on the podcast today, sharing your journey, sharing those pieces of actionable feedback. I think this is definitely an episode very, very much packed with insights that listeners can take and really, really run with and really do something with. So thank you for that, Dawn. And for people who are interested in you and in, you know, the work that you're doing, if they want to learn more about you, where can they do so? Yeah. So you can email me, uh, Dawn at create conscious living dot com and also i have a private facebook group it's called the image shift where we transcend from struggle to create the a powerful positive self-image so if you look for me on facebook private group it's called the image shift so yes. you can join it's free it's a free group i go live every monday move intensity we move the body we change how we think we feel great those are two really good ways to to find me track me down Perfect. All right. Well, I'm going to have that linked up in the show notes. I encourage everyone listening to check that out in more detail. And Don, thank you again so much for coming on the podcast today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode and for supporting the Path to Podcast Success Show. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and a written review letting us know what you think of the show so we can bring you the most value we can from these expert podcasters. Your support helps us reach more people looking to step up their podcast game so that they can continue to grow their brand and spread their message. So again, thank you for listening to this episode of The Path to Podcast Success, and we'll see you in the next episode.